Welcome. As we find ourselves at this stage of the journey together, before we talk about our spiritual exercise and our guided meditation today, let's kind of put things in the context of where we have been. St. Ignatius of Loyola has intentionally asked us in these early days of our time together to steep ourselves in God's mercy and His love. So let's take a look at what's happened so far. We began the journey by really just kind of marinating in God's love and everything that He has done for us in all of creation to labor to love us, to reveal to us His love, and to, and to help us love Him in return first movement was just his love. And and then we began to say, thank you for that. We asked for the grace of humility. And then we realized that in our lack of humility, sometimes we aren't grateful. That kind of led us into some conversation about sin. And as we prayed about our own sinfulness, we were then reminded that we are in need of someone to save us from our sin or to forgive us of our sin. And when we realize that we are sinners, but yet we are loved sinners, our only response is gratitude. In fact, the only authentic response to the one who has saved you from sin is to say yes to him and to follow him wherever he might lead. You think about the number of people who actually made it to the cross and followed Jesus there, right? He had 12 apostles and only one of them showed up. But just think about who was there. Of course, John was there and his mother, Mary, was there. But Mary Magdalene was there and the the other women were, were there. And I'm just kind of struck with the fact that Mary Magdalene was there and Can't help but imagine that a a woman who was trapped and engrossed in such complexity of sin and then was saved from that life of hell, you might say, can only say yes to follow this man who changed her life, even if that means she's going to follow him all the way to the cross. That's what we see in the lives of great saints is that the fire of their saying yes for the rest of their life is often fueled by the realization that they are sinners who were trapped in life without the intervention of God. They would have just remained in their own hell, and yet God intervened, He saved them, and and now they're following Him wherever He goes. What about you? Imagine what your life would be like if well, if you were just kind of stuck in sin. You ever think about that? You ever think about the fact that sometimes we take God's forgiveness for granted, but think about it. Like, what would happen in our lives if there were no one to forgive us of our sins? Not only would that be a meaningless existence, but what what state would our souls be in if there were not the love of Jesus Christ given to us on the cross. Imagine what it would be like if you weren't forgiven. And yet just, and yet imagine because of him that you are forgiven and that there's more than life than guilt and shame and the weight of sin. 
want to tell you a story. And if the story touches close to home because of your own personal, actual historical circumstances, then just please God know that it's just an example and a story and uh, only meant to invite us to pray today. Let's imagine that uh, there's a guy named Adam. Adam is from a small town America, kind of like Thibodeau or any other place that you might find yourself as you listen to this. Adam is, uh, I don't know, maybe in his mid-30s and life in the middle of his 30s doesn't look like he thought it would look like when he was in the middle of his 20s and dreaming about climbing the corporate ladder and being somebody and raising a family, etc., etc. Adam is still single for whatever circumstance or reason and he's just kind of on the treadmill of his professional life, working real hard, not really going anywhere fast. Adam doesn't know it, but Adam's life is just kind of one day after another. Adam's uh, most exciting thing that Adam does all day is is dream about the next diversion. Whether it's the weekend, he's thinking about Friday on Monday, he's thinking about the next weekend as Sunday comes to a close. Adam's always got another website uh, bookmark for his next vacation. And heck, in South Louisiana, he he can't wait for the, the next thing, whether it's New Year's to Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras to the summer, summer into football season, football season into Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving into Christmas, and Christmas back up to New Year's. He's always looking for the next thing that can help him forget about the fact that he's just kind of on a treadmill of life. Nothing really exciting or remarkable about Adam's life. He kind of lives in a big row of townhouses where your townhouse looks like everybody else's townhouse. And the only thing that separates your townhouse from the other townhouses is the wreath on your door and the mat at its base. Adam's in middle management. He spends most of his day in meetings. And sometimes he's at meetings where they're planning the next meeting. And He pushes a lot of paperwork, sometimes has meaningful conversations, but most of the day, Adam's just doing what he was doing the day before, and he's doing today what he was doing two years the day before. Had a bunch of meetings working for a company that he really doesn't have any passion for, but it pays the bills to some degree, and hey, at least he's got a job. Adam doesn't really enjoy work, and the most exciting part of his day is when he gets off of work, and Hits the gym, works out a little bit, and then hits the house. And then there's the big daily decision of what he's going to do when he gets home. Is it going to be a a Netflix night? Is he actually going to turn on the TV? Of course, he's got to eat, and and that's the big discernment of whether he's going to stop by someplace on the way home from the gym or he's going to warm up one of those little TV dinners, those lean cuisine things from the freezer. He can only binge watch Netflix so many nights, and so he's kind of bored even night after night, and sometimes picks up a book to read, most of the time doesn't, kind of gets lost on Facebook, and just the hours slip away. He does have next to his nightstand one of those uh, Bible in a a year things, and he he kind of reads that sometimes, and, and well, that's Adam. We all wind up somewhere in life, and few of us get through on purpose. And Adam doesn't really know where his life is going to wind up. He just knows that he's tired 
at 35. Adam goes to bed one night in that condo. It was just a night like any other night, but all of a sudden he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's really dazed and confused and doesn't really know what's going on. He just sees smoke and it's hard to breathe. And 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 quickly in this 10-second window of actually waking up and gathering his wits about him, Adam comes face to face with the reality that his apartment's on fire. Everything comes back to him from little kid, right? Get low to the ground, you know, see if you can get, you know, to a window. And he's got that, that patio on the back of his condo where his little Weber grill is, right? And he, he's, he's gr- grabbing for the door to get to some fresh air and maybe see if he can, he can climb down one story from his condo. And he, he's on the ground because that's where he, he's, he's trying to get away from the smoke. And, and he reaches up for the door. And that's it. That's, all, that's all, all he remembers. Next thing Adam remembers is waking up outside, sitting on the grass. Got lights flashing everywhere and firemen and first responders and police and first aid people and, and everybody's just kind of scurrying around, acting like there's an emergency. And and it's slowly dawning on Adam that he's not supposed to be outside. It's the middle of the night. He's supposed to be sleeping, and he doesn't know how he got from the inside to the outside. And why are all these lights, and what's going on? All of a sudden, Adam, it dawns on Adam, oh, my God, my... My apartment complex is on fire. And, and oh my God, I, I, was, I was inside the building. And all of a sudden, he realizes that he's not supposed to be outside. He's supposed to be inside. Somebody saved his life. He doesn't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, this guy walks up to him. It's a fireman. Guy introduces himself to Adam and says, Hey, Adam, my name is Jesus, and I'm a fireman. You were in that building, and you were dying of smoke inhalation, which means you were dying and you didn't even know it. Think about those words, right? You were dying and you didn't even know it. Adam was dying long before the fire just because of his life but he was dying and he didn't even know it fireman says to him you didn't ask me and you didn't deserve it but I went in anyway I went into the burning building and I saved your life And just keeps looking at Adam. And imagine what would be in Adam's heart if he saw that fireman like that. You can just imagine the tears, the gratitude. What would you say 
to someone who saved your life. Fireman looks at Adam and, and says, hey, there's more people in there. I'm going back in. He looks at Adam and says, hey, now look, I'm going to ask you something and you can say no. You can absolutely say no. There's no pressure, but I need some help. There's more people in there dying. Got an extra pair of boots. Got a hat. Got a, some equipment. And, and look, you stay on my hip. You stay right next to me. It's going to be dangerous in there. But if you stay on my hip, you do exactly what I tell you to do. We can save some lives. What would you say? That's where you are right now. Because you and I were in a burning building. And Jesus Christ saved us. And we did not deserve it. We don't deserve to be forgiven of sin, even though we presume we will. We don't deserve his mercy, even though it's given to us. We don't deserve any of that. But that fireman did it anyway. He's looking at you right now today, and he's asking you, would you follow him now? Think about everything he's done for you. Would you just follow him? Stay there. Pray with the image of the fireman today. Listen to his invitation to follow him. And God bless you.